In this episode, I will be talking about my recent visit with a formerly homeless person named Ken. I will also be addressing how the current coronavirus is affecting the homeless population. I first met with Ken towards the end of February at his living facilities in an affordable housing apartment a few blocks away from me called the St. Francis Apartments. These apartments are designed specifically for getting homeless people the correct support they need. Once I got there, I met Zach Evans, a case manager for St. Francis Center for Housing. Once we reached the main floor where the residents live, Zach led me to his office where I got situated before Ken was brought in. When Ken did come in, I was surprised to see a happy man with a look of wisdom in his eyes, as opposed to someone who looked broken and miserable. After Ken took a seat, I introduced myself and began to explain my project. Right away, I asked Zach and Ken why they thought Denver has so many homeless people. Here's what they said. Um, well, I think the marijuana thing has has brought in a lot of people. Yeah. But, uh, there's infinite number of ways that a person becomes homeless. It's true. For me, it was an injury. Uh-huh. You know, and I lost my place to live and everything. And um, I have the fortitude or resiliency to... I didn't want to be in that position, basically. Yeah. So I've made as many contacts and... and did everything else and then I ended up here which is a godsend every day yeah um, what do you think Seth? yeah I mean um, a lot of people do mention marijuana as attracting people to Colorado um, but I mean in addition it's also a beautiful state I think people enjoy yeah. the climate um, but definitely in the last, uh, say, three decades, probably, there's been a huge population boom. Yeah. Next, I asked Ken how much drugs and mental illness play a role in homelessness. Here's what he said. big part um you know I've had depression for 
you know, ever since I was a, a young teenager. Right. And I haven't always sought the help needed to deal with that or medications mm-hmm. and things. But, but now that I'm in a stable environment, I'm able to, to address a lot of these issues um, when it comes to my health and and everything and uh what was the other part of the um drugs and mental illness how much do you think drugs are part of um most everybody that i've run into at the shelters or on the street use something whether it's you know even just alcohol yeah or whatever but, Do you think they use it as an escape, maybe? Um, in a in a way, yeah. But to be able to deal with that living situation day after day after day, as Zach was saying, you know, some people just give up the hope of uh, moving on and moving yeah. forward. So that's true. Lastly, I asked Ken how he managed to successfully get off the streets instead of falling into addiction. This is what he said. You know, I've I've run into several situations and, you know, if you aren't willing to help yourself, you know, if it's quitting drinking, which I've done on many occasions. Um, I still choose to drink a little bit, but just beer. And, you know, I did my handful of drugs back when. You know, but I, I don't... I don't care to do that anymore. You know, I don't... I don't want to be part of that crowd. And... Um... It's not because of so much the stigma or whatever, but it's because of my own personal health. And I know what's not good for me. <laughs> you know, some habits are hard to break, but, um, you know, fortunately I've had a lot of it pounded into my head, <laughs> literally, so. took place towards the middle of February, meaning we hadn't been hit with the coronavirus pandemic yet. Now, however, it's the middle of April and everyone is quarantined to reduce the spread of the coronavirus. While being able to safely quarantine is easy enough for most people, the homeless population simply can't, making them extremely vulnerable. Concerned and curious as to what the shelters are doing during this scary time, I reached out once more to Zach Evans to answer some of my questions. Zach explained that the situation is indeed very bleak, and that as of last week, the coronavirus cases tripled within the homeless community. He also said that many of the places people would go to to shelter from weather 
were closed, forcing many to go to already overcrowded shelters, completely defeating the purpose of social distancing. On top of that, the economic fallout that came as a result of the virus was hurting many who were already struggling to make ends meet. In an attempt to stop the deadly crowded shelters, the city of Denver opened the National Western Complex to be operated by the Denver Rescue Mission to be safely used as a 24-7 men's facility so they can shelter in place. Additionally, the Denver Coliseum was open as a women's facility. Though better than the enormously overcrowded shelters before, the homeless, many of whom are oblivious to the situation and are curious as to why Denver is so empty, are still sitting ducks for the coronavirus. As this is my last episode of my research podcast, I must come to a conclusion as to why Denver has almost 6,000 homeless people. From all the amazing people I have talked to, such as caseworkers, police officers, and a psychiatrist for the homeless, I have realized that there are many key factors that contribute to the problem. These factors include our healthcare system, the attraction of marijuana, the extremely high living expenses, and the conditions of the homeless shelters. When I discussed these topics with the people I met, the responses were usually all the same. For example, they all agreed that mental health and trauma from past childhood experiences can cause homelessness, and that Denver needs to focus more on that part of healthcare. As for the attraction of marijuana, the police officers I spoke to noted that as a big draw to Colorado, along with the idea that Colorado is a very homeless-friendly state, in a sense that it's less strict than other states which, in actuality, is not very true. The insanely expensive housing prices in Denver were first brought to my attention as a reason for eviction and eventual homelessness by psychiatrist Marilyn Smith in my first episode. Surprisingly, she was the only one to note this as a cause. Lastly, almost all the people mentioned that Denver should put more money into improving the living conditions at the shelters so the homeless are not afraid to stay there, which is the case for many. Only when these causes are each appropriately addressed can we finally make a positive change in Denver's homeless problem. A sincere thank you to all the people who made each episode possible. I'm Kayla Neal, and this has been Denver's Investigation Homeless.